After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Mom, can we get a tiger? No! My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Vives. Hello, Andrew. I don't know if you overheard me in my <laughs> laboratory I earlier did. today. You're having a real great old time. Shuckling, shortling, <laughs> as I was preparing a special show for you. Everybody knows that the best part of the end of any year is the final exam. Ask any student in your life about that. And that is what we got going on today, a special quiz that I have made. I mean, the good news is I don't have to take the final exam. You do, Veeves, which is really lucky for you. Because I love tests. Because you love tests. I do love tests. And they're tests based on your own work. Yeah, just my chance to prove what a great job I did this semester. Since this is the final episode of 2023, if you can believe it, which I mean, I can. It's not that astounding. I mean, it's kind of basic time. It's how it works. Right. Done about 52 of these things. Yeah. Hopefully exactly. Hopefully 52. exactly. Um, so I've gone back and looked at all of the shows that we've done over the course of the year. And I have kind of picked out some of the commercials that caught our attention the most. Okay. And Remember I the have... year we did like a, a roundup from the year and it took us like, we like basically had to create like four hours worth of content. Yes. We brought, we spread it over two weeks. It was, in, it was absolute we, insanity. Did we each choose yes. our favorite commercial from, from every each show. episode? So no, we couldn't have each chosen it. That'd be 104 commercials. I think it was like 104 <laughs> commercials. It was so nuts. Oh, we were young and crazy back then. <laughs> I've reined it in now. Good. I, I almost ignored the end of the year. I had an idea for a show. It didn't work out. And I'm glad it didn't because I think this is going to be much better. No joke. Like I was in here like pulling tape. What I'm going to do is I'll, I'll just tell you now before we get into the quiz. Um, I have grabbed I think about 12 commercials or something and I've pulled audio from it. I'm going to play some audio and you got to guess what the commercial is. Okay. But I've made it so that it's going to start very difficult. I have like a very short piece of tape. And if okay. you can't get it there, I've got a longer oh, one. I if get you it. can't get it there, I've got a like, slightly can, longer one. How many one. notes can you name this? Uh, exactly. So it will expand over time. Um, also, the point system. I mean, I guess let's just get into it now. I have it set up <laughs> so that um, you get a point if you identify the commercial, just broadly speaking. Just like, oh, yeah, that was the one where the grandpa was on the couch or okay. whatever. You know? Right. Um, I'll, I'll know. You'll I'll know. know. Yeah. If I'll I really, know. if don't I'm just saying it, I'm going to say that's the one with the grandpas on the couch. <laughs> if I don't everyone. have a better answer, that's my default. <laughs> and then uh, if you can name the specific brand, because okay. that shouldn't be hard, right? If you remember a commercial, if the if the ad wizards are doing their jobs, yeah, they but we should, all know that they yeah, don't do exactly, their jobs, and you just remember it was for like grandpas a grandpa right not exactly. a specific grandpa so you get a point if you identify the commercial broadly you get another point if you can name the specific brand mm -hmm. um if you can identify what episode or segment of after these messages by name it was yeah we'll see we'll play well, around with you'll it. know yeah, yeah. again and there's again, a lot of subjectivity yeah, i'm noticing exactly right this in this uh 
exam giving. Uh huh. And then also, if you can then name this. Oh yeah. Okay. This answers your question. I'm looking at my notes here. If you can identify broadly what episode it was or segment, like some like, of these are going to be the episode from, that we did this thing about 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 this Grandpa's thing. on couches. I'll tell you what. I'm I'm so I'm very good at knowing the names of shows much better than you are. Yeah, exactly. Like I I go back and for one thing I listen to every show. For another, I spend more time on the um, on the SoundCloud site, kind of like just doing housekeeping and, and stuff there. So I'm more familiar. If I can remember what episode it's from, I'll probably know the name of and it. And that's another point there, if you can name okay. the specific title. And honestly, that's a lot of the chortling I was doing was going back. I don't go back and re... Um, well, I don't go back and sniff my farts the way you do. Um, and I'm not, so, I'm no, not ashamed. I really was, speaking of shame, I was the opposite of that. Uh, well, not, you know, not... What's proud, the of shame? less shame, less as shame. the Simpsons would say, um, of a lot of these show titles. Yeah. Very, very funny. Now, stuff. are these all from this year? All from this year. Okay. So it's a year in review. Because going back like eight years, I'm going to. No, be no, 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 no. It's just the end of 2023. It's not. It's not the end of time. Um, so that's the quiz. I'm very excited to get into that. Also, um, we'll check in with the Ad Council as we always do. And I have not gone through these. You have. Uh, we have another brand who's uh, trying to corner the incest yeah, it's, market. Yeah, uh, Folgers of, has had it too good for too long. You famously, Folgers had a, a, a holiday, a Christmas-related <laughs> commercial in the early 1980s or mid-1980s that really seems like a brother and sister are way into each other. Um, and we've talked a lot about that over the years, as has society. Right. Um, but you got a new one, huh? Yeah, or there's a, a listener new... sent in one. Yeah, it's pretty funny, actually. Okay. It's very knowing. Oh, it's knowing. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see if I like that. I want to make sure you cannot see my screen right now. We are ready to get into this quiz. Yep. All right, get ready to make some good guesses. Maybe like the narrator of the song, you don't want to play these guessing games. Oh, Lord, please don't make me play <laughs> I do want to play these guessing, guessing games. Game. Um, here is the first little bit of tape. Okay, I really tried. Some of these I, are, are definitely harder than others. Um, I tried, not successfully in every case, but I tried to keep these as commercials that not like just not some random one that was tucked away but one that caught our imagination sure. for some reason maybe we referenced it referenced back to it yeah, over this, you, like any good professor you're not trying to punish students no. but you're not trying to punish me for taking this class you're trying to see did i learn what i was exactly. you know assigned to learn and i am going to have to see you after class by the way just <laughs> okay. so you know. um all right so here's your very first piece of tape are you ready for this this is a this is a shorty but again if you don't get it on the first i'll play a longer piece of tape but here's the first one i had a huge problem <laughs> oh god <laughs> i had a huge problem you do have a huge problem i had a huge problem is this one of those like i bought a we bought a factory in germany type of ads nope like I, a new a I, new style product well yeah it you know is, what i mean it like, is like it is kind of a like it, a disruptor is this no, a disruptor it's, uh, it's somebody who i mean who doesn't want to be a disruptor i think this person wanted to be a disruptor but it's not 
the traditional like you know we young b- beardy guy who right has a or we bought of, a pee pants factory right, in Germany uh, right uh, this so is still somebody- the fun- still the funniest thing a listener has ever written into this show they, they actually said that I don't yeah because remember. we were joking around about that razor commercial and how like everybody quote bought a factory in Germany. Yeah. And then a listener, and I apologize, listener, if you're still with us, that I don't remember your name. Just know that you live, your your joke lives in my head rent-free, that the listener sent in, like, some, some like, disruptor type of company where these parents, like, created these pajamas. I oh, think that's yeah, yeah, called. I remember that for kids, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and our listener said, like, oh, here's another one of those ads where someone's doing a disrupting thing and they bought a pee pants factory right. in Germany. <laughs> All right, well, since I spent so much time cutting this tape, why don't I play the slightly longer <laughs> yeah, I don't one know for the you answer. here? My name is Scott Jordan, and I had a huge problem. There's oh, a clue in there. Yes, I know which one that that is. It's, um, okay, I can picture him because he was the cover, he was a cover image for that week. And I think he was trying to sell, was it like a crazy kind of chair? It was not a chair. Um, Was it a? Was it a, it was like, it was the show, I can tell you what show it was, it was the show about like science, using science. It uh, was the science she, show. She it branded was... me with science. My name, name is Scott show. Jordan, and I had a huge problem. Just like you, what? I had too much stuff to carry. Oh, no easy way to vest. do it. <laughs> what is it called? It's called Pocket Vest or something. No, what's his name? Scott Jordan. And it's not a regular vest because it carries electronics. So it's E-Vest? It is a... Scotty vest. My name is Scott Jordan, <laughs> and I had a huge problem. Just like you, I had too much stuff to carry, and no easy way to do it. That's when I started Scotty vest. Okay, but I, I just patented the E vest. I just want to say that my original, like, is this a disruptor type? Mm-hmm. Like, I was. That is what I was thinking of. Not that specific one, but like the kind of person who's like in their garage and then invents pockets well i sort of i mean i believe i'm the because there was one campaign honestly that said we you know bought a factory in germany that was a razor one it was like one of the and when i use that as shorthand i mean it's one of those companies where there's already an existing product but they've realize it's way too expensive so we're changing the paradigm so we can get this to you i hate to break it to you this guy did not invent vests or pockets no but it is a different type of product i mean i will i I will argue this one like saying hey listen razors exist they didn't make some sort of like whiz bang new razor they would argue that they maybe improved it a little bit but mostly what they were saying is it's too expensive or shipping is too expensive and so you got those beardy guys in that new commercial talking about how it's like it's not a new style of shipping it's a little bit more at home but mostly it's like how can we disrupt by making it easier access to something this is a nut job who made a new kind of something he's calling the e-vest yeah I guess for me it's more bells and whistles I just think of I think we just define that like that disruptor type of product and commercial differently because to me it's always like it's when you it's when the individual who claims to have invented or improved or made a better mousetrap or whatever is like telling you their journey about how they invented something and then trying to sell you that that thing well um you get one point for that maybe would have gotten more, but too argumentative. So um, <laughs> one point for Scott Eves. You did eventually get there. I named this episode. Um, what is the name? Oh, yeah. What is the she name? She blinded of- me. She branded me with science. She branded me with science is, where's my bell, is the proper um, show. Okay, I'll give you two for that. I'm also going to dock me a point for not being able to find a pen. 
that <laughs> works. Okay, so you got two points right now out of a possible million, I believe. Okay. Um, okay, are you ready for another one? Now, I think you probably won't like it if I set it up this way. I would be shocked if you don't get this one right away. I don't want you to get any of these right away because I spent too much time cutting up yeah. all this tape. So I don't want you to get it with the one second clip, but I think you will. Well, you can never be too safe. You can never be too safe. This is a reminder for me, and I'm glad that you're even having to think about this. It seems so obvious, but of course, I know the answer. Yeah. I put it together. I don't it know is it. a reminder that one second of a commercial really is like hearing, you know, a split second of a song like they do in the FM radio, you know, dial sometimes. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Uh, out of context is harder than I would have imagined. This might get you there. Let's see, you put your address and phone number on here. Well, you can never be too safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's obviously Dr. Rick. <laughs> See, you put your address and phone number on here. <laughs> well, you can never be too safe. With trash? With tra <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't know if we need to play the whole thing or no, not. No, it's honestly, such a classic. It is so that one, good. That one was, that's like the, that one just spoke so so clearly and directly to us this about was, yeah. your, your own experience. This might have been the one of the first shows of the new year in 2023, and I just was gobsmacked. It's about a guy. You know, of course, it's in the, it's a progressive commercial. Oh, you, we never named the product. Oops, well, I, you know, obviously, yeah, that I obviously. knew it was Dr. Rick progress, Progressive. Um, um, so and then the name it. of the show... Here, while you think about it, I'm going to play the whole commercial. I'm going to finish my thought here. This was um, a progressive commercial, Dr. Rick, you know, people becoming their parents once they buy a house. Um, but this one spoke to us specifically because this is a man like me who is obsessed with his garbage bins. He's outside. He's cleaning them. And then at the end, he mentions how his... Um, his shrubs or his hedges need trimming, which is another thing that is like so in my wheelhouse. What's he doing? He's cleaning the trash cans. Oh boy. Meeting a new young homeowner for the first time is a unique challenge. So you think you can help? I can try. Hey, what you doing? Ah, oh, just cleaning my trash cans. Wow. It's important to build trust. See, so you put your address and phone number on here. Well, you can never be too safe. With trash? Progressive can't protect you from becoming <laughs> your parents, but we can protect your home and auto when you bundle with us. Oh, look at the hedges there. No one's looking at the hedges. Uh, what I love about that is there's so many small indicators, too. The garage door is open and everything is immaculate inside the garage, all in like what looks like, you know, those kind of Tupperware style or yeah. whatever, Gladware bins or whatever. Um, there's some cardboard on the ground that is immaculately cut up and bundled up. That's cleanly. very, that's oh, a very familiar. Thing that we see around here. It's just, it's me. I still think I have a lawsuit here. Um, okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, I will tell you that this was from an admonish, adcolades and admonishments. Uh -huh. So that's a little difficult. Those are harder to for me to it remember is, the name. But of. if you can remember the name of it, the name actually was inspired by this particular uh, commercial. It had been in the title. It, it was did. like. Um, I don't remember. I know that bin was the pun, punny, was the fulcrum of the pun. It's pretty good. The bins of the father. <laughs> oh, the bins of the father. The that was a good right, one. exactly. So uh, you identify the commercial broadly, get a point for that. Specific brand, we got to give you a point for that. Uh, episode segment name, I'm going to have to not give you any points for those. But um, okay, here is another commercial. Take your time with these because now I'm starting to realize that we're going to run out pretty quickly. Here's another one. Uh, can you identify this commercial? Listen to my voice. It'll show you the way. Okay. That one is for um, the the RoboCopter. I don't remember the name of the product, but it's with the kid who like 
It's like a little drone helicopter that that uh, he plays with, and it was from a show that we did about like spy uh, technology or spy spy mm-hmm. uh, stories in commercials. The name of the episode. Sorry, I know you said slow down, but I know all these, the the mm-hmm. answers except they don't remember the name of the product. Okay, spy well, copter. Well, I'll tell you, I play the commercial for you, and then you can get set with the rest of your answer. It was buy low, sell spy. Oh wait, uh, buy low, <laughs> buy low, sell spy. Uh, uh, was exactly right. So there you go with that, that, that. So you got like three things. You got the you got the basic, um, you know, product. You got the name of the show. You got the idea of the show. Uh, but you did not get the brand. Yeah, name, it was some like brand right? that I'd never heard of before. How, what? Well, I mean, how many sky copter <laughs> toy brands are there, really? <laughs> I guess just this one. Get to the chopper! <laughs> We've got the lowdown on the Sky Rover Voice Command helicopter. Time to train, Mr. Copter. Listen to my voice, it'll show you the way. Take off. Turn right. Turn left. You turn. Give it all you got. <laughs> Extra point if you know what he's going to say to the helicopter next. Uh, he does a dance, and then I think he says you've got some moves. Give it all you got. Dancing in the air. Mr. Copter, you're a heck of a dancer. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Copter, that kid. That kid's voice and accent and whatever he's doing, I just like want I want more of it. I just want him I want him to do every VO. You know who he is? He's um Who's the boy child on uh, Bob's Burgers? Gene. He's got such Gene energy. He's got some energy. Gene energy big time. He's I mean, he's built like him. Yeah. And he's like, he's wearing a sweatband. He's all like dressed up. He's like, really, he's really like, he is, the actor is following the director's so instructions on this. He is so gung ho. Yeah, I love it. He, I love I, it. He, I love that kid. I want him, I would like him to just, I'd like him to re, uh, re-record all of the narrator parts of Arrested Development with that guy, that oh, kid doing it. Love it, love it. Okay, this one, and again, I'm not trying to steal your glory when you get this too quickly, but this one, like, I, I couldn't leave this one out, but also there's no way you don't get this in one second. I need a Franco state here. <laughs> um, I need a Franco state here. I don't know it. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. this was from this was one that you introduced me to. I'm going to go a little bit longer here. And again, I'm take your time. Don't push it because I've I've cut a lot of tape here. I'd like to use. Did I tell you AD stayed here last week? I need a Franco stayed here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is for the hotel chain. Um, I want to say Hyatt. Um. That I might be wrong about that, but it's 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 a uh, uh, it's our boyfriend Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson, indeed. and um, uh, I just think of it was Morgan Tukers from um from Mindy Kaling's show. But oh, it's, okay, I didn't recognize. But the other it's uh, he's on Comedy Bang Bang a lot. You yeah. you would know him. He was on Celebrity Jeopardy. If that helps. Um, anyway, they're bell they're bellhops or front desk mm-hmm. men at this hotel chain, and it's like a partnership with the NBA. Exactly. Um, so was I wrong about the hotel brand, though? You are wrong about the hotel brand because it's not actually a hotel chain. It's hotels.com. Oh, so that's you, what's getting me. You get one. Uh, you get one point for getting the the general commercial right. Um, what <laughs> do you remember? Here. What segment or show this was in? Okay, it was in a show. What did we talk about? Was it 
was that the was it from the main segment or was it like a it was not a it main like segment a Vives takeover. yeah so it's Vives takeover there yeah. you go another point for you that was a Vives takeover it was just like you were obsessing over that they were so do you want to take a guess at the name of the show the broader theme which yeah, this if you did tell me not the theme, fit I bet into you'll get it. Um, commercials that rely on alternate dimensions parallel universes and oh. augmented realities to sell stuff yeah um, what was the name of that show it was like um, it's not one of our best it wasn't okay. one of our best yeah I don't remember it was called um, uh, multiverse case scenarios oh yeah instead of a worst kind, case scenarios multiverse case scenarios you can probably blame me for that one um, oh, you know what? I should probably I should get in the habit here of playing the entire commercial though, because this yeah, is so it's great. Such a it's good like one. again, these two comedians and like they, it's just like a whole bunch of commercials in this campaign. Um, but they're bellhops, as you said, and um, they they were only playing these, I think, during the NBA playoffs or something along those lines. Enjoy. Did I tell you AD stayed here last week? I need a Franco stayed here. No, Anthony Davis, the brow. Oh. Do you know why? The sheets. Ooh, the 8,000 thread count Pima cotton. Mm. See, the thing is, AD needs his beauty sleep, right? He's like, mm. and he wakes up and just drops 50. It's just like, boom, for 300. <laughs> Too much. Too many points. But look, this right points. here, this is AD's perfect somewhere. And I need the Francos, too. Yes, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry that the sure is cut off on that commercial, but it's so good. The rhythm is so great. Their rhythm this is, is everything those Sonic commercials want to yes, be. Yes, yeah. I mean, those two comedians are so phenomenal, and I just don't know why Sam Richardson isn't. I mean, I know he works like you see him pop up and things, but he should be like a massive star to me. He, I've never seen him where he didn't just have me in stitches. You know what he should be. What? My best friend. He should start by being our best friend. But he's Tim Robinson's best friend. Yeah. I, think, so. I don't wouldn't want to break that up. He no. should why isn't he, you know, the late why isn't he hosting a late oh. night show? Wouldn't he be so good at that? May, yeah, I mean, if he would want obviously to. he's not a white guy, so I realize he's not gonna be that great. <laughs> right, exactly. But you know, couldn't we just try it? I wonder if that's like if that showcases his talent enough though, honestly. Like you kind of once you're I mean, I would say that obviously people like Colbert and and um uh you know uh John Oliver have broken the mold a little bit. Yeah. Um but you know, if you do, if you are in kind of a daily grind or maybe even a weekly grind and you got to kind of sit behind a desk, like it sort of limits what you can do comedically. It does. Although, you know, I don't love Jimmy Fallon, but Jimmy Fallon is like extremely skit driven in yeah, his true. in his performance. I think you can make it what you want to do. And I just like I think that Sam Richardson has such a great vibe that is so like he's so funny, but but I could totally see him being a guy like interviewing people and bringing a little bit of his like slightly um, he can be both like kind of naive, but or also kind of like, um, hu you know, hubristic. Like mm -hmm. he's got a lot of range, but he I think it would be such a great original uh, persona to take into the world of late night uh, talk show hosting. And, and it just would be, I'm so tired of like, I don't watch that much late night talk show, but here's why. It's all the damn same. It's all the damn same. Ready for your next Anyway, I don't know question. why I'm not allowed to run the networks. Um, probably experience. 
Probably. Uh, okay. That's a that's a real that's a thing that um, Richard Splett would say. <laughs> by the way, mm, probably not having any experience. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, here is one. I feel like I want to give you a bunch of clues on this one, but um, I'll just let it be for now. They like good food, just like their mom does. They like good food, just like their mom does. I recognize it. Okay. I will say this is one is that... A, is it a vintage one? It is a vintage one. It yeah. is one that I brought into the conversation, so it's not going to be... Like, you know, the Sam Richardson ones, and the helicopter ones, were things that you definitely brought. And I was trying specifically to not lean too much on stuff right. that I brought to the table, because I think that's going to be... You know, if I edit it to a show sheet, it's going to be a little bit more sticky for me. Um, but uh, here, I'll give you a slightly... Give me a longer a clip. slightly longer clip. Here's the medium one. Small dogs deserve special food. Digestibility is very important. They like good food, just like their mom does. Okay, that's one where we actually heard from the woman... Or we didn't. We, did we hear directly from her on your Facebook page, or on your, or sorry, on your um, YouTube page? Sort of via email. This was a commercial, so that's one from point for you there. Um, this was a commercial uh, that I had found on a VHS tape and uploaded to YouTube. But the person that they're focusing on, I was curious if it was a real person because they identify right. her by name and and practice and so i googled her and don't tell me what kind out, of dog she has because i'm gonna remember it i think she just said didn't she no i guess she just said small dogs in that clip you just heard um and yes i reached out to her because it turns out not only is she still practicing and a real person but yeah. she's practicing like in the rural community yeah, i grew up in yes yeah. exactly and i reached out to her and i'm like hey you know i'm just a guy on, an inter- on the internet i'm just a guy on the internet with the podcast and uh i found this commercial of you it features you i don't know if you have it digitized anywhere and i sent it to her that's right her vet clinic via just the public portal she wrote back to me from her email address within like an hour and yeah. just saying i you know i had this on tape and i lost it and i'm so glad to um i'm so glad to have it again so that was a huge win for me was it purina it is not purina i feel like it was a it was so a big wrong on that it was a big brand though it was like a very well-known I'll tell you what, you brand. already got the brand wrong. Okay. Um, do you want to try to guess what the dogs were? I want to guess dog what the dogs was, were. The dogs. she was specifically. I remember a... that she said in her response to you that, like, they wanted her to pick certain dogs that had, like, a particular coloration that they liked, and she would, like, pushed back on them because she wanted to use, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. her own, like, the dogs I, that she. Yes, exactly. Because I think the. Is the, used to working with having with the around. black fur absorbed right. the light too much. It, yeah. They weren't corgis, were they? They were not corgis. They were like, um, were they? They weren't. Were they? They weren't spaniels. They I guess I can't remember. Categories come out with a new dog food made specially for my little champions and anybody else who has small dogs. Doctor Christine Dresser, veterinarian and top breeder of champion pugs. Pugs. Small dogs deserve special food. Digestibility is very important. The new Pedigree Little Champions comes in a wide variety of flavors, and all the beef in Little Champions has gone through the USDA inspection process. The proteins contained are high quality, and they're the building blocks for good nutrition. They like good food, just like their mom does. Pedigree, <laughs> developed with vets, recommended by top breeders. And again, I think what's interesting here is this is a commercial where when I was a kid, I would have seen it and assume that this woman was 60 years old, and I look at it now, and she's probably in her mid to late 20s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the style is... of the time didn't help much. Yeah, now it... this is obviously within the With Love From Me to YouTube Exactly, so you get a point segment. for that as well. Um, now, do you want to even take a guess? If you give me the topic, I'll try to guess the type of t- title of the show. I did. This is, uh, and again, I got to say, I was filled with a little bit of something that was less than shame. 
I forgot I had produced a show based on what shoes cartoon characters wear oh, in commercials. Yeah. yeah. Chester Cheetah's sneakers right. came up, the Kool-Aid man shoes. We we identified which characters wore shoes, and then we did a deep dive on the various kinds of shoes and boots. It might have been inspired by that dumbass M&M's controversy. Oh, right, because, right, I think it was, actually. Um, what was the name of the shoe show? It's not a bad one, I will say. Okay, it was... Um... I mean, while you think about it, I'm going to tell listeners that when we're trying to think of good titles for the show, and Genevieve comes up with most of the good That's ones. That's not true. We're try- we try to think of things that are not just punny, but also like somehow nod to commerce, right. you know? So, or, ad- or marketing. Or marketing or advertising in some way. So in other words, it's not just going to be like, um, I love shoe... I I love shoe this much or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so right. this one does have a nod towards Was it uh shoe by shoe? It was not see that would not that would not <laughs> nod towards marketing. It was shoe me the money. <laughs> which is a great <laughs> title. <laughs> I believe. Those are some This of episode the... better be called patting ourselves on the back. Oh, pa- well, is can we make a pun out of that? No, but it's it's very much the theme. Well, I wanted I did want to so, sort of celebrate yeah. the year going through I celebrate really our entire catalog. <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Okay, this one. There's n- no point probably in even playing this. I just shipped my bed. <laughs> Okay, that one's Kmart. I just shipped my bed. That's right. This was one that you brought to the show. It was a Kmart commercial from, I want to say, the early 2000s. That was truly brilliant. Yeah. I can't believe that Kmart People is still, no longer I still see in... references to it in, like, you know, if I'm on a, a Reddit uh, thread about marketing that this will this campaign will often come up with m- many people fondly remembering it. This is one that we had to like triple check to make sure wasn't something yeah. that was like made on spec or something. No, they really it did. It really is edgy, and it starts with a fella in a Kmart talking to a store employee and realizing that Kmart will ship his pants for him, <laughs> or he can ship his pants. Ship my pants <laughs> right here. Ship my pants, you're kidding. You can ship your pants right here. You hear that? I can ship my pants for free. Wow, I just may ship my pants. Yeah, ship your pants. Billy, you can ship your pants too. I can't wait to ship my pants, Dad. <laughs> I just shipped my pants and it's very convenient. Very convenient. I just shipped my drawers. I just shipped my nighty. I just shipped my bed. <laughs> if you can't find what you're looking for in store, we'll find it at Kmart.com right now and ship it to you for free. Not only is it super, well, obviously edgy with the, the language thing, but it's also really weird. I love the way they let it breathe. There's no music underneath it. Awkward pa- pauses. And then at the end, we cut to the family again, and they're just in a four-person embrace with the employee, who then <laughs> delivers the line over his shoulder to us in sort of a wide shot of the family and the Kmart employee all just just silently embracing each other. I love how how weird and fearless it was, for especially for... Uh, an era like a fairly long time ago in marketing so i'm giving you one point for identifying kmart and one point for identifying the commercial which i just know you did um now what was the show theme and what was the show title the show theme was like um profanity in Mm -hmm. or like implied profanity in marketing and at commercials the name of that show was Oh, gosh. What was it? Was it a good name? 
It's it's right on the nose. Uh-huh. It is punny. I think you know. I think we walked away that day feeling like, well, that's a it's the obvious. That's an appropriate name for the show. I don't think that we were laughing ourselves silly over it. Was it like um, was was it was swear the title like the pun? Swear was in the title. Uh, swear by it. B-U-Y. Swear by it. Yeah, exactly. Another point for you. You're up to 15 points. Uh, out of let's see here, how many questions have we gone through so far? Like, a million possible points. Yeah, exactly. All right, good. Uh, all righty. You ready for another one? Yeah. Are you sure? I really like this game. It's very fun. Okay, good. Uh, I'm glad to hear it. I enjoyed putting it together. A little I'm, walk down memory lane. Uh, here is a two second clip. It's a metaphor. I remember this ad. It's a metaphor. It's a whispery voice saying it's a metaphor. Um, I'm wondering if it was from the Hush Money show. Um, I don't remember the product. I'm going to need more. Uh, more. I I think the medi- the medium one is pretty long, so I think the medium one is going to get you there. It's a metaphor. It melts away all memories of crossing the playroom barefoot. Ouch. It's the Kristen Bell show. It is the Kristen Bell. It is a Kristen Bell commercial. For whom the bell sold. Whoa, yes. And she's selling in this case. Racking up the points. You got the show title, the show theme. I love that show title. Um, And she was selling those, like, they're some kind of, like, vitamins or supplements that, like, chill you the fuck out it was a cbd so you don't get the it was happy dance cbd infused skincare but uh, for those who weren't uh, following um you did a whole show based on stuff that Kristen bell was selling yeah. in commercials she's, she's the a master for a lot of stuff master and great brander would have been another great title for that show <laughs> master and great well i will say for whom the bell sold is <laughs> Brilliant. That is one that really, really uh, got me. And the commercial's really good too. It's interesting that it's a um, that it's like it's it's a skincare product, but it's got CBD. As somebody who is not unfamiliar with the world of marijuana, I'm still like a lot of people. I think somewhat vague on the effects of CBD yeah. and how you take it and, and what it's for. But what I love about this commercial is you quickly see a shot of Kristen Bell, just as kind of like an, an, I guess, average mom in an average house that is nice, but, you know, very cluttered with kids stuff. Not the and real toys. Kristen Bell where she probably lives. Right, exactly. That's more like the Samsung commercial. Yeah, I don't know if that's her real house either. I doubt it. But, like, it's it seems to me to be more... Uh, representative of what sure. her actual life is probably having like. a refrigerator that can also become a rocket ship and shoot you to the stars <laughs> and a beautiful villa of the ho- view of the Hollywood yeah exactly Hills. but in this one it starts off with her just looking like a mom in a kind of a cluttered living room um, but then she puts on the CBD oil and then suddenly it's like her fantasy of what she uh, feels like basically she's wearing some sort of a long silky yellow robe kind of almost hippie-ish you know and she's just sort of totally blissed out <laughs> Stuff. I just love how they're going for this. It's like they again they call it a skincare thing, but they're really leaning towards how CBD will chill you the fuck out. What does Happy Dance feel like? Well, it feels like having the strength to watch the same kids' movie seventeen more times this week. It's a metaphor. It melts away all memories of crossing the playroom barefoot. 
It's the rich, luxurious feeling of having successfully kept another person alive for four years, three months, and 26 days. Make that 27 days. <laughs> what I love here at the end is now we see her still blissed out, but it's no longer how she looks in her imagination. And she is on a stairwell in her house. There's crayon markings all yeah. over it. Her hair is a mess. But then she keeps on sort of like vibing along the wall. Like she's almost more on ecstasy as yeah. she like walks up the stairs. It definitely, I definitely, I remember that ad. I liked it. I think they like for sure had to be overselling the actual effects of that mm -hmm. supplement or skincare, whatever it was. All right. Things are going to start getting a little... You've had it too easy for too long, Genevieve. Can you identify this? Why not cash in on a full or part-time basis as an independent distributor in this new exciting field? What is the new and exciting field? Is it um, vitamins? It is not vitamins. It is not vitamins, which means I'll play you a slightly longer clip. Check this great opportunity for financial independence with your own business. Why not cash in on a full or part-time basis as an independent distributor in this new exciting field? I'm still struggling. I don't remember. This, this was one. not one we spent a lot of time on, and it was definitely, you know, it's an it's an old commercial. Yeah. It's not one that's not from... Definitely with Love sounds Her like it's, a pyramid scheme. It's not one that I um, uploaded to YouTube. It's one that we found in the, in the wild that actually served the purpose of whatever topic we were covering that day. Okay. Uh, but it was a dumbass show that I did. Is inflation beating you? Would you like some help with those bills? Check this great opportunity for financial independence with your own business. Why not cash in on a full or part-time basis as an independent distributor in this new exciting field? I oh. was astounded that this was a pitch for people to get into this business, to be yeah, self-employed, to almost like franchise this business. Yeah. Um, this business literally could not exist today. Literally could not exist today. So some kind of like... Was it pagers? It wasn't pagers. I don't remember. Older schooler than that. I included the the um, mention of inf inflation to sort of put it in time for you. Yeah, right. Um, so this year, <laughs> I know I was going to say, but not twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, I I have a vague memory of this ad. It it wasn't like was it like was it like a book about how to become a business owner or something? Was it like information that they were selling? It is. You know what we're selling is information. Uh, it is a type of information, and it is on paper. I'm going to play this for you. I'm afraid that you don't get any get of the any points up top, but you could still, when you hear what it's for, you can still guess the show, and you can still guess the name of the show, okay? okay? Yeah. Is inflation beating you? Would you like some help with those bills? Check this great opportunity for financial independence with your own business. MotorMap International is now instituting map vending machine distributorships across the country in establishments where free maps are not available. Why not cash in on a full or part-time basis as an independent distributor in this new exciting field? Oh my Your God. minimum secured investment is only forty-nine seventy-five. For full information, call 5K up front to get in on the map vending machine business. Yes. Own and operate your own vending machines for maps in, as the uh, voiceover artist said, in areas that do not already have I'm going to say what I know I must have said at the time, which is 
that is a business idea that only Dennis Duffy could love. <laughs> um, I know it was for the show that you put together specifically about maps and okay. commercials. It was about maps and commercials. The official description is Andrew decides to produce. By the way, anytime it begins, Andrew, Andrew decides, decides <laughs> to produce a show about commercials that feature maps and also commercials that don't feature maps. <laughs> I remember that was a real key component. Yeah. Most of these commercials featured maps, but some also critically had nothing to do with maps. Right. Right. But still somehow fit the theme. Yeah, it, we. Sh- so you we, got one point for identifying the map stuff. Yes, and the name idea? of the show was. Um, I can't remember how, if I already gave you that point, but uh, another one. I don't remember the pun of the of the show name. It's a it's a pretty good one. Uh, I mean, it was map the pun the punny the, word. Uh, a version of the word map was in there. Yeah. Um, I already, I might have already given you two points for this accidentally, so we'll just end it there and call it Mappy Ending. Oh. <laughs> Episode number 384 uh, from March 14th, Mappy Endings. Um, all right. Here is another clue for you. We have one, two, three, four more to go if people are uh, worried that this is going to end too quickly or worried that it's never going to end. Here is your next clue for the next commercial. I can't. I'm the cool dad. I can't. I'm the cool dad. I can't. I'm the cool dad. Um, I mean, I it rings a bell, but I don't think I'm going to be able to pull it out. Okay, here's another longer version of that. I can't. I'm the cool dad. What does that make me? <laughs> they call you the also cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> that is for some kind of, like, um, internet service um i'll just go ahead and say sure. xfinity you're I, wrong about xfinity I, yeah, but I, i'm giving you one point for internet service it's it's the vampire family it is vampires exactly that's all and the uh they they have they want to be able to like use all their devices in the house exactly and we really love the couple the mom and dad from that vampire family they're so good apparently there was a whole series or a whole campaign of these commercials where they're totally like dracula out you know in that that you know that version of vampires kind of goth the gothic victorian um but we in this one we just see the mom and the dad the dad is downstairs on the television like fully gaming he's got a headset on you hear him talking to other gamers and some sort of a a shoot 'em up video game that he's playing online the mom walks in the room you can just sort of tell like he's well he thinks he's the cool dad yeah stuff like this and she's the one who gets shit done this is kind of a long she's doing a lot of the emotional labor even in vampire families it is so good this okay todd go for the game jason you're with me little stew do your thing what are you doing oh hey honey just trying to get my team through devil's notch yeah well you got to stop because between you and the teenage face chat party upstairs you're using all the bandwidth and i need to work so Todd, todd i told you i got this guy go over the gate just get off yeah i can't i'm the best fighter yeah i am i am (laughs) i have work to do i guess somebody shouldn't have gotten internet from the phone company I mean, it was a mutual. Just get offline and tell them to get off, too. I can't. I'm the cool dad. What does that make me? (laughs) They call you the the also cool (laughs) mom. (laughs) Makayla, what did I tell you? Slow internet is evil. Okay. Really? Spectrum. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the acting from both of those folks is so so good. 
GD Good. Now, what was the topic of the show that day, and what did we name it? The topic of the show was vampires, and the exactly. name of the show was The Big Fang Theory. Exactly. Wow. Look at One you. One of my favorites. Also, The Big Fang Theory is a <laughs> fantastic show title. Uh, apparently, it was because I was obsessed with the uh, up upcoming release of the Renfield movie. That's right. We did. We went and saw Renfield. That is is why I decided, or why I landed on that. I do remember thinking like, oh yeah, it's April. Perfect time to be doing a vampire (laughs) show. It was a good show. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Only three more of these. Um, Can't tell if you're going to get this one right away or never. Hey guys, are you looking for your next big career move? Gosh, are you looking for your next big career move? I no, I don't know this one. You'll definitely get it with this one. Hey guys, are you looking for your next big career move? Get this. You don't have to have any bartending experience. <laughs> is it for bartender school? It isn't. It's not for bartender school. It is not. Uh Hey I, guys, are you looking for your next big career move? This summer, I'm looking oh, for someone to I be do my know personal this. bartender. Oh, God, for Kid Rock. You didn't let him talk. It was Kid Rock talking about how he's holding a contest to find the next personal bartender for his upcoming tour. Yeah, and what's the? it's for an alcohol. Is it for, um, is it for Jack Daniels? It is not for Jack Jim Daniels. Beam. It is for Jim Beam. Yeah. I'll give that to you. Um, let's see here. I'll give you one point there maybe for that. Take away a point for talking over Kid Rock. You never <laughs> talk over Kid Rock in you this You can take house. all the points away from me, though. Um, this was a commercial that you brought to the uh, to the table. I don't know if we have to listen to the whole thing. It's just, like, so dumb. It was, like, it was an old commercial. And, again, it's I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You have, you have Kid Rock. He's looking into the camera very... You know, he's dressed like Kid Rock, if you can picture yes. that. Yes. He's got big sunglasses on, a vest over a white yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, just picture a Kid hat. Rock, and picture you've got Kid it. Kid Rock, and you got it. But behind him is, uh, a, I guess, a bartender who's making drinks. It's unclear for whom. Hey, guys. Are you looking for your next big career move? This summer, I'm looking for someone to be my personal bartender for part of my best night ever tour. I'm here with my favorite bourbon whiskey, Jim Beam, to announce a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to compete for a chance to work with yours truly by entering Jim Beam's Mix for Kid Rock contest. Get this, you don't have to have any bartending experience. The grand prize winner will be trained by Beam's mixologist, Bobby G., this guy back here. That's my favorite part of the commercial is he says, by Jim Beam's mixologist, this guy back here, he points, he doesn't even look, he just points over his shoulder with his thumb, like classic Kid Rock style. And the bartender behind him just sort of like looks really happy to be getting the recognition and gives us sort of a cool like, hey, that's me. He's a big, beefy, bald guy. All right. Well, remember we did find an article about the guy who actually won it. That's right. And he was a big Kid Rock fan. Yeah, he was very happy too. I mean, I hope that if you applied... To, if you entered this contest, you did so as a Kid Rock fan, or I mean, maybe just somebody and who not really as a, wants not to, just trolling, or somebody <laughs> as who I wants to it. improve their mixology skills. Okay, what was the theme of this show? You should get this because you brought this, and this show, this commercial fits in with the theme. Yes. Okay, was it um, was it contests? The theme was not contests. Was it alcohol related? Well, sort of, but I'm not going to give you any more points. I'm sorry. You shot your shot on that. 
It was, here, I'll read to you the description that you wrote. Andrew and Veeves examined commercials that feature bartenders in their natural habitat. Oh, yeah. Uh, we love you just the way you bar. We love you just the way you bar. You get an extra point for that. It looks like you're up to, like, 24 points. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, why am I keeping points on this? It makes no Doesn't sense matter. whatsoever. Um, all right. This next one is really stupid. I shouldn't have included it. Change? 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 I don't know. We did talk about this one quite a bit. Can I interest you in a change of pace? Change? Is this the one with Andre Agassi? Can that I interest we were you so in a change of pace? About? Change? Yes, Andre Agassi is Where in this. we didn't recognize him without his He's wig. playing both characters in right. this, and we were so confused because one guy has like male pattern baldness that right. seems very natural. The other one has really long hair. You and I totally missed the cultural phenomenon was that was the scandal and over Andre we're both Agassi's like, hair. We are both just like terminally face blind. Yes, exactly. Well, in my sort of defense, I remember playing this commercial for you, not realizing they're both Andre Agassi at all, but... Being very confused because I said this guy looks like the same guy, right. but you couldn't fake male pattern baldness <laughs> like this. You know what I mean? But it wasn't you like can a bald fake a cap, wig. But of course you can fake a wig. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was actually, and I'm glad I didn't have and to play. And it was for the, Canon. Oh wow! Yeah, congratulations. Yes, and the the Canon what specifically? I mean, oh, you already I, get you already I got wouldn't, the point. I wouldn't remember the name of the model. You might if you think about you sure know, shot. What was Andre Agassi in the tennis world? Um, a bit of a... A pro? Can I interest you in a change of pace? Change? Change! change. Lens on your rebel. Oh, change. rebel. Play on a whole new level. Rebel! I like change. EOS lenses and the Rebel X from Canon. So yeah, uh, you know, it was the, the rebel camera where you can actually change the lenses on it. Right, like in right. SLR, so... Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, that was, well, that was in a With Love From Me to YouTube segment. It was something uh-huh. that I uploaded. So you don't get a point there. But do you want to take any guess as to what show it fit into? Like, it didn't, it was just a, you what? know, one off in that segment. So it doesn't tie into yeah. the broader theme. But you should at least try to get the points. Let's see. I know it was the week before we did She Blinded Me with Science. Really? Yeah. Why do you and remember that? I just, I, I have a vivid, I am able to recall like the, the especially since we started attaching pictures to each show. Mm. I can remember what order the pictures appear in on uh, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't remember what the title of that okay, one was. You still have a chance to get a point here. I'm going to read to you the description and you tell me what the show title was. Okay. The persuasive power of rhyme has Andrew and Veeves looking at commercials that put it, who put in the time to make it rhyme. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was a rhyming show. Yeah. What did you name the rhyming show? I don't recall. Wow. I don't recall that one. I don't think you got any points for this. No, no, you did. Got you got, re- you got, got it at the, the top. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. You're up to um, 25 points now. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations. Uh, it was called Rhyme Bandits. Oh, yeah. Rhyme Not one of my Bandits. favorites. No. Um, okay. Last one. Last one. You ready for this? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Sonic Boom. <laughs> that is. Uh... Wait, no, let me play the longer version. <laughs> no, for you. I know it. Sonic Boom. You know, I don't think you're going to get this. I'm going to play the longest version for you. Sonic Boom. 
Okay, there. Now you have all the context for it. <laughs> well, that's obviously uh, John Claude Van Damme. Exactly. Um, and he's selling. Um, he's pitching like it's for people like with a small business. They need. It is. Tell me what you remember about the commercial. I remember that he's doing the splits and he's saying Sonic Boom and we only learned and it's like a woman who's like runs a florist shop. Exactly. Or see, see, see. These are all points. These are all, all points. points. This is how you do it. And we find out later, similar to the Andre Agassi thing, that there was like a whole context to that mm-hmm. that we didn't really get, which was like that was his character from like a movie version of a video game. I want to say Mortal Kombat, Probably Mortal but I could Kombat. be wrong about that. Yeah. And then when, the, well... There was the video game, and then we learned that that was a popular catchphrase of a, the character in the video game that he later played in the movie adaptation. Right. And I think that it was for like it was for a GoDaddy type of product where they like, um, you know, you get a URL or whatever, like a GoDaddy type of product, like how GoDaddy, pretty GoDaddy, like, like, exactly GoDaddy, GoDaddy. like exactly GoDaddy, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So you've described the commercial, you've got the brand name. Yep. Um, there's nothing more that I would play because it's all just that music from the video game, right. and then it goes Sonic Boom, which we later learned is the character that he would later play. That's how it sounded in the video game. It's still unclear how they're selling GoDaddy there. I think they just were well, able they to were get like, him. Th- but isn't there like a story with the florist where she like needs to take a bunch of orders? Yeah, it's a little forced though. Like, and what, so she how needs... does he help her? He's just doing the splits, and then he bounces down into her face upside down and says. Sonic Boom. Yeah, no, I don't know how he was selling it, but I mean, like, yeah. that was the, but the pitch was really the story of what was happening to the lady. Now, what was the show? What was the theme of the show? This fits into the theme. It of does the fit show, into the day. theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I, be, I bet it was, um, it was a WWE show. Mm-hmm. And I think the only reason so was we... that, like, there was a bunch of, uh, wrestlers. Yeah, it was who the wrestlers. And it was Let's Make a Heel. Let's Make a Heel. Exactly. I think... And I, and Van Damme was in it not because he was a wrestler, but because this was a response to an ad by, or, oh, or, with Hulk or, Hogan. Or it was like, the Hulk Hogan ad was a response to this, or they were somehow in conversation. Okay, I'm just going to keep on. The more you talk, I'm just giving you points. <laughs> you're all this right. In fact, it looks like, congratulations, you have a million points. Awesome. So I think you like totally, <laughs> I never thought that that could possibly happen, but I think you actually aced it. So uh, congratulations. Well, I do like to get a good grade. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. All right, let's check in with the ad council here. Now, I know that you put together some of these emails and uh, I think posts from Facebook from listeners. What would you like to start with? I just want to start by uh, mentioning something that David had to say because we talked about the uh, Pizza Hut big box uh, last week and it made you so hungry. Be careful. Um, but David said, David says, slow your roll. David says, my 17 year old likes the Pizza Hut big box, but I'm not a big fan. Can we talk about what the, what does he describe it here? Well, he says it's just a box Mm -hmm. that doesn't fit in my, my fridge since we can't eat it all. Mm. And I would say that might not be our issue. Just not, you know, full disclosure. And it's not because we have a big fridge. And it's not, or a big family. (laughs) Um, he says, sure, the breadsticks and wings will be gone. But what do you do with the two square-shaped pizzas with subpar toppings and a bloated crust? They should really give the option for a thin crust. 
and maybe a freezer bag. So that I thought it also came with maybe cheese sticks. Maybe I was wrong about that. Or maybe you can choose the apps in the middle. But maybe. this is a big, long, rectangular box you can get from Pizza Hut um, that has a square pizza on either end, right. bookending it, as you do. And then with breadsticks, and it sounds like wings. And I yeah. thought maybe also I can't believe a house with middle. a 17-year-old in it mm, cannot yeah. polish off a big box. It does not speak well of me. No, but it also I'm just I'm just shocked that like I mean 17-year-old kids are like mm-hmm. food they're absolute disposals. Yep. Well, there you go. But yeah, I would I would still That you I, I would still eat one of those. I would probably still eat one too and I wonder if maybe Dave David just has like a more discerning palate for pizza than we mm-hmm, do because yeah. I feel like I'm like mm, square shaped pizza with subpar toppings. Sign yeah, me up. Sign me up indeed. Uh, all right. Now let's get into what we mentioned at the top of the show. Yes. Um, there's that old Folgers Crystals <laughs> uh, Christmas commercial with the brother and sister that seem like they're really in love with each other. Not love each other, but in love with yeah. each other, which is problematic, problematic. In, in the eyes it's of the church. Certainly. And, <laughs> Certainly been, you know, Society it doesn't large. need another rehash from us. Sure. But uh, this is from Brian. Brian says, edible.com, which you might know as Edible Arrangements, but mm-hmm. they're trying to rebrand. Edible.com wanted some of that sweet, sweet earned media coverage, I guess. And he shared with us oh. um, an article from the Mary Sue called, uh, headlined, the incest in that Edible Arrangements ad could be worse. Um, so... This this uh, I don't know this publication the Mary Sue but it looks looks fun looks kind of you know like bloggy, um, and this is the uh, this is just the lead from that article. So there's this edible arrangements uh, now just edible ad that came out a few weeks ago and it's all about incest and I don't mean you could technically read it as incest like that old Folgers commercial. I mean the whole point of the ad is that you should consider your you should order yourself some cupcakes if you find out that you accidentally married your cousin. <laughs> so I'll let you play the yeah, ad now. Play this. I have not seen this. It's yet. pretty funny. We have a, a, a middle aged couple in a nice looking suburban style kitchen. Um, they just look like pleasant people, and the the husband comes in with the good news that they have received their genealogy report from their 23andMe or whatever. Our family history results are in. <laughs> My great great grandfather came through Ellis Island. Mine too. Timothy Overson the third. <laughs> Oof. Oh. Found out you're related to your spouse. There's an edible for that. <laughs> It's just the beginning. Get all kinds of deliciousness delivered in. So at the end, they have a huge like um, tray of edible arrangements in front of them, and then off screen, you just hear a kid say "mom," and the parents both just sort of get this look of like, "We got to break this deal with this." (laughs) (laughs) That's really edgy. I like it. Actually, it's a little edgy. Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder how far back they decided to go. Obviously, it has to be further back than a grandparent. For one thing, Mm -hmm. you would definitely most people would know if their spouse's grandparent was their grandparent. Mm-hmm. But I think great-grandparent, I mean, I don't know any of your great-grandparents. I assume you don't know the names of any of mine. I do not. I think we're safe, though, based on what we know about like what parts of, in our case, Europe, our families came from, mine mostly Eastern Europe and stuff. Um, Although I'm pausing here because I shouldn't say this on the show because I don't remember the details, but I thought we had somebody in our life that this was actually somewhat closer to. Did they find Does this out ring they... a bell to you at all? I thought we had somebody who was kind of like, oh, wow. Well, didn't your, 
you have like a weird marriage. Yeah, let's not get into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, things got a little bit complicated, and there was no, nothing weird about it. It's just too hard to explain. I don't think I'll be able to do it on the fly. But essentially, my grandma became a widow probably around middle age, uh-huh. and ended up marrying somebody who, who then we also had in law ties with. Right. Sort of. There wasn't actually any blood. Through, exactly, they yeah. met through another relationship in the family. So right. then, when you look, and at that's it, you're why like, you're your own grandpa. And that, and that is why. Not when I was unlike, a kid, that was the funniest song slash concept to me. Wait, what song? It's like it's like Ray Stevens or something oh. like that. It's like this, you know gag song like novelty song you don't know i'm my own grandpa no i honestly thought you were you making play it? I, uh, no it sounds please awful. just play it just, just play look it. it up and play it just look it up and play it i thought you were making a futurama joke oh, for some reason no, is that also was... part of futurama like he's is fry his own grandpa i mean somehow? it's not it's not the main story it may at some point become an become mm. kind of like a joke or something this looks terrible i really don't want to play this genevieve you're making i'm doing this under direct oh well this That's is by a... willie Nel- i mean it's not i don't think he wrote okay, it but this is willie nelson performing it when i was 23 i was married to a widow who was pretty as could be this widow had a grown-up daughter had hair of red my father fell in love with her and soon the two were wed this made my dad my son-in-law and changed my very life my daughter was my mother cause she was my father's wife to complicate the matter even though it brought me joy i soon became the father of a bouncing baby boy my little baby then became the brother-in-law to dad so became my uncle though it made me very sad <laughs> for if he was my uncle that also made him the brother of the widow's grown-up daughter who of course was my stepmother i'm my <laughs> own grandpa I'm so glad I'm I get to introduce this to you. article of faith it, in my house. At least we did find a Willie Nelson version. Yeah. I'm glad of that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be much worse, and Willie Nelson's voice. And I might have misspoken when I described way. it as like Ray Stevens esque. Um, it's also it's almost like um, like Arlo Guthrie esque yeah. sort of. Yeah, it well, depending on the community. the production values, I think. Well, I just mean like you have Arlo Guthrie with like the the um, Alice's Restaurant. Oh, sure, yeah, kind and of storytelling. Storytelling, but silly. Also, yeah. you think like the Dollar Bill song that you know, right. uh, uh, famously, <laughs> who does the Dollar Bill song? It's a brother of a much more famous musician, and I always want to rag on the more famous musician by if I ever meet. Oh, him, it's saying, Livingston Taylor. Yes, it's Livingston Taylor. And I always want to tell James Taylor that I love his brother's work. <laughs> I just thought that would be really funny. Um, all, all right. Well, right. now you've heard I'm my own grandpa. Yeah. And so thank you to listener Brian for forcing that song on me. <laughs> uh, actually, though, I do want to say that edible.com commercial. Yeah. Couple of notes here. First of all, when you told me at the beginning beginning of the show that it was kind of a wink and a nod and that it was going to be like earned media sort of I expected it to be pretty dumb and just like a dumb grab at earned media like without actually being clever or well produced or funny but actually it's clever and well produced and funny I 100% like that joke I think it's well it's just you know, well made across the board. The, The actors I would like to see them in more stuff that's really good. The one thing that sort of 
and this is probably just me for being a for being a hippy dippy druggie but like nowadays with legal marijuana and some so many people just talking about like popping a gummy or popping yeah. an edible to go from edible arrangements to just edible.com and then for the tag phrase to be like you've gotten some bad news in your life there's an edible for that right. really makes it seem like there's a medicinal quality and it seems confusing to me that particular brand change at this particular moment going with that tagline I agree I think that it's interesting to think about you know the context that people are in if they're in states where legal marijuana is a mm-hmm. is not a kind of front and center concept for them right mm-hmm. like well, which there are many in fact most states I believe that is still the case right mm-hmm. so I'm with you like I hear the word edible and I think of one thing but it might just not be true in other demographics in other parts of the country and other mm-hmm. political climates it is true though that but i i totally agree with you that like there are states where that's so far out of the realm of like just yeah this general, is a national brand but it, you know this is a, and this is a national brand but like specifically that slogan there's an edible for that yeah. when you're going through a tough time seems confusing to me like i really for a moment thought like oh is this why they changed their branding are they going into some sort but you can't have a national marijuana yeah. brand i don't maybe think, they're right? poised maybe they're just state. waiting yeah, waiting to make that pivot. Um, all righty here. I also saw that you had something um, Paul Hogan related. Yeah, this was actually really interesting. And uh, thank you to John who shared this post on Facebook. Um, so I did not know this about Paul Hogan, obviously, of, uh, you know, Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee. Dundee fame. But uh, before he... And all those other films. <laughs> yeah, right. Before he was Crocodile Dundee, which was... It's hard to overstate what a sensation that was in this country. Um, Before he was that, he was famous in Australia, Mm. I guess, sort of as, I don't know if he was like well-known as an actor or just kind of like a public personality. You know, I don't really know what his background was, but he was affectionately known as Hoags. And before he became Mick Dundee, he starred in a series of tourism ads designed by the Australian Tourism Commission to attract U.S., specifically U.S. Mm. visitors to Australia. Um, and then there were a ton of these ads. I mean, there were just like so many. But the most famous is this one where he sort of like, it's just a montage or like, you know, you can picture it. He's like, they cut from place to place, like all over Australia, which of course is a massive country with many, many famous and memorable sites. He cuts, they cut from like just saying a little, a little snippet in each of these very famous places. And it ends with him at a, an outdoor barbecue and he says the line, I'll throw an extra, I'll slip an extra shrimp on the Barbie, which is, I believe, where uh-huh. that kind of like very well, that that phrase that's so much associated shrimp on the Barbie with Australia mm. originated. And there's actually some sort of interesting, um, like kind of why they chose that language uh, behind mm-hmm. the scenes. But why don't you go ahead and play it? All right. So here's the commercial. I think it starts out with him uh, like in like it's like a very wide shot on him in some like incredibly stunning red desert or rocky scene. America, you look like you need a holiday, a fair income holiday. In the land of wonder, the land down under. Now there's a few things I've got to warn you about. Firstly, you're going to get wet because the place is surrounded by water. Oh, and you're going to have to learn to say good day. Of course, every day's a good day in Australia. G'day, Paul. G'day, love. 
course, you'll have to get used to some of the local customs, like getting a suntan in a restaurant, playing football without a helmet, and calling everyone mate. Thanks, mate. She's right, mate. Apart from that, no worries. You'll have the time of your life in Australia. Because we talk the same language. Although you lot do have a funny accent. Oh, before you rush out to book your Aussie holiday, get the Aussie holiday book from your airline or travel agent. Come on. Come and say good day. I'll slip an extra shrimp on the barbie for you. America's discovered the wonders down under. Have you? So, so he does he make a joke in the middle saying that we're the ones with the accent? We're the ones was, with the funny the music accents. Gets a little bit yeah. louder. That's funny. Yeah. So I was looking looking at a little. This is made by like Mojo Productions or Mojo. Mojo was the name of the company that made all of these, and they were kind of and they were really a kind of a sensation. Um, because I remember being around the time that I think Australia was celebrating its cent- its bicentennial, maybe. Mm. Um, it was like everywhere on American TV. Like everything was Australia themed. It was such a big deal. Um, and so that line, slip an extra shrimp on the Barbie, was going to be belt another banger on the Barbie. Huh. But I guess even though there's a ton of like Australianisms in there, fair dinkum and all that, that like wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. translate to an American ear. I guess they just felt like belt another banger. Obviously, we know that's a sausage, but maybe it would be. They felt mm-hmm. it would be like sort of oblique or whatever to an American audience. So then they were going to pop another prawn on the Barbie. But again, Americans don't call them prawns; we call them shrimp. So slip an slip an extra shrimp on the Barbie is what they what he says. But they would never say that there because they don't mm. say shrimp. That's really interesting. And that's the, I think the most fascinating part of this is that that is where that cliche. Right. Like you call that a knife. We already knew came from Paul Hogan. Right. But the other thing that Americans say if they're imitating probably first and foremost is, and first of all, throw another shrimp right. on the Barbie is how it's sort of like evolved over time. Exactly. But that's also a Hoganism that actually is older than. Yeah. Than, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, too. Uh, and also, I'm looking here. The Australian bicentennial was 1988. Yeah, and that seems like I remember being that a would kid. be about 1988 too, yeah. which means you get another point, which means you got <laughs> a million and one points. Oh, that's so many! What am I gonna do? How can I redeem these points? You can either get one giant teddy bear or a million finger traps. Ooh, a million finger traps, please. <laughs> no way. I hate those things. Yeah. Ugh. Finger traps. They, they give me the bad feeling. <laughs> and the bad feeling being the knuckles popping out of my <laughs> popping out of my fingers. That was a really fun show. Thanks that was for so spending. Fun. I loved it. Yes. And to the listeners, thanks for spending 2023 with us. Like, yeah. Again, I know there was a lot of self-congratulation going on in this show. We know you have a lot of podcasts you could listen to. <laughs> thanks for listening to this one. At least four or five are out there at this point. So. Oh, can I just say really quick? Yes. To whoever, but- and I am so sorry I didn't uh, look think to look this up, but I, somebody recommended to me... Um, the podcast ruined. Oh yeah, yeah. A couple of people did. I think Bats in New York did, and then we also got an email from someone, right? Yeah, and it was. It is my absolute new favorite thing. I listen to it all the time. I love the hosts, Hallie and uh, Hallie and Allison. They're so funny. There, it's exactly my cup of tea, and it and it also is solving this problem I have, which is that there are certain movies I do not want to watch, but do want to mm-hmm. know what happens in. You know what? Um. 
in addition to Bed in New York, it was our pal Mike who writes and calls in quite a bit to the show as well, who recommended Ruin Thank to you. you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Mike, who at this point has done, certainly in the year of our Lord 2023, probably produced more content for After These Messages <laughs> yes. than I did, uh, which we do appreciate. Everybody, have yourselves a, a great week. Happy have New Year. Have a great New Year weekend, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. But I feel lucky. Extreme home makeover couldn't touch me. Backyards, kittens. Hey, friends, it's Andrew again. I just remember that we have to tell you how you can get a hold of us. We've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> just keep it rolling. We have a voicemail line. You can call us and leave a voicemail. We'd love to play your voice on the show. 607 444 5597. Again, that's 607 444 5597. You can call in and just talk about uh, commercials that are on your mind react to anything we talked about or of course sing us your favorite commercial jingle you can also email us or record yourself and send us a voice memo at after these messages show at gmail.com and check out the old archives that we are posting up to the youtube page these are old commercials that we find on vhs tapes just look for after these messages podcast on youtube now can i go home genevieve yes Happy New Year, everybody. I'm a bra, I'm complex. I'm good with that. I'm complex. I'm complicated. I'm complex.